We live? We live. We live. Welcome back to the Opinion Factory, the podcast for free thinkers and challenge seekers. Yes, sir. I'm Khalil. I'm Alex. Um, and today we have the first installment for what we're going to call a black man's frustration. Because I'm feeling kind of frustrated. What about you, man? Uh, a, lot, a lot of nonsense going on in the news, man. A lot of nonsense, bro. What you thinking about? Because I know there's one case in particular that I'm, I've been thinking about. Uh, I got the Amber Geiger thing that happened... When I thought it was like in September. Was, yeah, so it was, the trial just finished. She got sentenced to ten years. So what was the situation for the people who don't know? If anyone doesn't know, this is a woman that a off-duty police officer went to somebody's house mm-hmm. and it sh- intruded on his home. Like was, was he? Not, was was he? Her. Was he a criminal? No. Did he have any weed on him? In his house, watching a movie, eating ice cream, bro. Uh huh. Walks in his home, kills him. Just shoots him and kills him. What did he do? Nothing. Like nothing. Did he have a gun? No. Did he have drugs? No. Was he uh, threatening? <laughs> no. Was he large? <laughs> hey, he's. There's a reason, yeah, right? He's, yeah, he's big. You're right. Yeah, <laughs> that's it, man. But it has like, to be a reason. It's just, man. There's just so many cases like this where, like, I'm people are celebrating that she even got convicted. I mean, like, bro, you just broke in somebody's house and killed him. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? She said, though. It was a mistake. She thought it was her apartment. Her apartment was upstairs from the apartment. Says happens all the time. Uh-huh. But no, nah, it's like, you can't, I can't go across the street, right? And be like, oh, damn. Or I can't go next door. And be like, damn, this, I thought it was my building. And I just shoot somebody and kill them. Get off like 10 years, bro. Just even get, even the thought of getting off. And then the whole thing that pissed me off is like the judge hugs, the judges hugging oh. her. Her family, like, bro, keep on. This, this huh. was a good dude, right? Man. No clean record, everything. I swear to God, if if one of y'all ever hugs my murderer and talk about, oh, I forgive you, I will come back and find a way to haunt you for the rest of your life, bro. But do you miss me with that nonsense, man? <clears throat> do you understand the sentiment? No, no, it's no. I, being... I understand for, forgiveness is for your own inner peace, bro. I'm not gonna forgive someone I just killed my brother for no reason. Absolutely not. There's no chance in hell. That was. I'm probably just as mad at this forgiveness aspect that's happening right now as i am at amber geiger for killing botham john because it's like you know the situation in america right you know we can't even be black in our houses anymore watching tv eating ice cream right and now when we're getting killed in that situation and there's hardly any other group or demographic standing up for us much less you know the white police officers standing up for us you're going to hug them and give them bibles and fix their hair and right after they killed an innocent was, man in the worst way possible. It was all black people doing that too. And then the crazy thing was the dude who actually testified against her is found dead he like, got killed, like right? two days later. And his and uh, he got shot in the mouth. Who you think did all, that? I mean, obvious symbolism, bro. Who you think did that? <laughs> hey, man. I'm no conspiracy theorist, but that's a pretty obvious one. Bro, the justice system right now, that's, that's, this is like part of a larger thing, right? The justice system right now is so frustrating, bro. It's like 10 years, people talking about, like you said, like it's an achievement, but... That should have been life, bro. I'm seeing she'll get off in four years and they have probation for the rest on good behavior. You know, so it's like, it should have been life, but you just know, like, you can't, I don't even know if it's really that frustrating because I'm so used to it. And nah, not, nah, nah, not nah, only, nah, nah, don't get like that. <laughs> I'm like, I'm kind of jaded, bro. Like, it's just, it's just a depressing situation. You know what that reminds like, me of? I forgot who said it. I think it was, um, W.E., maybe it was W.E.B. Du Bois, I'm not sure. Correct me if I'm wrong, but... He was like, back in the day, you know, I've been low so long, the ground don't bother me no more. 
right? So it's oh, like, yeah, this yeah, shit's yeah. been going on for so long. I've been here so long, and I'm so used to it now. Fuck it. I don't want to get like that. I'm not saying I'm not saying that, man, but it's like, it's just so many, like, how many did, how many of these things keep happening? I'll, I'll compare this to, like, school shootings, right? Or just, like, ran, random mass killings. Like, it's like, it, it almost doesn't affect you the same way as the first one did. Like, I, think about, like, what happened. Like, I remember where I was, here's the, bro, I honestly don't remember where I was September 11th. I, I, I honestly don't remember. As a kid, mm-hmm. probably, like, six years old, I do not remember I was September 11th. I wasn't even in the country, so right. I definitely don't when, remember. When the Sandy Hook thing happened, I remember exactly where I was. I was, it was an hour before basketball practice. I was in the lounge with the guys. I was in BLA, right? Yeah, BLA. I was in the lounge with the guys. I remember exactly where Sandy Hook happened, bro. I was just like, damn, I, I couldn't even think straight for like another hour. Like my practice was trash. Right. I remember being exactly where I was. And it's just, and now these things just keep happening over and over and over again. And it's like, oh, just another it one. Huh? Yeah, it doesn't affect you the same way anymore. That's how I feel like it is with these police shootings. Like, I. I'm not that jaded. Like, I get angry, but I get less angry than I used to be because it's just like, this keeps happening. I'm not going to expect a different result because we keep doing the same things. Is marching working? I don't know, bro. It's freaking... It, it works in the past. It's, it's 20... I feel like it's, people are stuck on that because it's 2019, it bro. Is marching working? No. Is is tweeting work? Like, I don't... Tweeting can bring some attention to it, but I don't think it's ever going to change anything. Like, uh, tweeting, uh, Facebook, Instagram, doing all this social media stuff, mm-hmm. it can bring some attention to it. But I don't think it really changes the the outcome of the situation. I feel like, you know, as a people, we've been trying this method where it's like, maybe if we screaming to them loud enough, they'll finally no. hear us and do something about it. Because so far, they just haven't heard us, right? It's like, I think they expect, <laughs> they probably they expect they it to work like, like how the weed thing worked out. Where it's like, you know, there's that one thing where we screamed for it so loud, the government was like, fine, all right, you can have it. We get it. Is that how we, is that how we turned out though? I don't know if that's, that's what how, happened. I don't know if that's how it was. Honestly. That's what happened. People um, like, yo, you should make this legal. We like it. Government's like, no, it's it's bad. It's the devil's um, lettuce. I think- <laughs> and then finally, it's like, all right, fine, fuck it. We're here, nigga, damn. It was, <laughs> but a lot of white people do it now too. So I think there's there's a, a different aspect of that, that you're you're missing. And then you got that talking about medical marijuana versus look at the crisis we're in now with opioids and everyone addicted to like heroin, all these types of yeah. But they're not shooting down like the war on drugs. They're not, because it's happening to them, though. So right. I think if, so to counter that argument that you just made, I think where if white people were getting killed by police officers randomly and aggressively, <laughs> I think that would be a, a, a whole different situation. Oh, absolutely. But now it's not like that anymore. So now we have, we have people getting killed. Like there was a, a recent one where a woman was just shot in her house. At two thirty in the morning, dude just came in. I saw I saw the dash cam video. Yeah, I remember you posted. I that. saw the dash cam video. I couldn't watch dude it. Dude walked in there like he didn't even walk in. Now he's creeping around the house like he's a like he's a, a freaking burglar. Police officer goes there through a window. Keep in mind. I know, yeah. Three minutes. Shoot your hand up. Not even a second later. It's, they count the time. A half a second. Six sec. Six tenths of a second later. He, he shoots shot her? her. Yeah, he shoots her. Six tenths of a second after saying, "Put your hands up." Did she even First, know he was there? No, she's in her house with her nephew at two thirty in the morning. Playing video games, son. <laughs> like so. Now think about the trauma. Think about the trauma that brings to the kid, to the rest of the family. I haven't even and, heard much about the kid. Yeah, the kid. The kid was with her. So think about think about all that trauma the kid's gonna have. You think that kid's gonna be like, oh yeah, I love police now, right. right? You know what I'm saying? Right. So it's just it's just this vicious cycle of no trust and no justice. And so now what? Are we, let's. My argument before with the weed thing was like, all we've been doing so far is shouting to them. To finally do something, to finally hear us. Honestly, man, and I don't know if that's the right way. Honestly, man, I don't think 
they're as bad as it sounds, as messed up as it sounds. Actually, one of my one of my white friends said the other day, until these, until they're met with like serious repercussions, it's never going to change, whether that's violence or or whatever. Like until yeah. a police officers have that fear of like, okay, I can't just go in here willy nilly and be. They already have that fear constantly. No, that's right, why they keep no, shooting. Right, right now, it's shoot first, ask questions later. That's how because it is right now. Because they're scared. No, I don't think it's because they're scared. Of bro. course it is. No, it's absolutely not. That's Bruh, a big part of it. If it's not entirely, that's a big part of it. I don't bro. think so because it's there. You're, you're a police officer, but they're you're they a fear for their lives. You're a police officer. That don't matter to them. You're a police officer. You know what that matters? You know no, what that means for them? That means I have the right to shoot you before you can even do anything about it. Yeah. Good luck. That's and, what that and, means to and them. What, but in what? So that's not even a fear thing. That's just that's a that's a power. No, thing. they're still afraid. But when you're a police officer, you have the right. No, that's to the, act on that fear without the, any repercussions. That's the excuse they use. But it's not it's not the actuality of the situation. Yeah, I'm not saying, oh, I'm just walking by a police officer and be like, oh damn, like you know what I'm saying? Oh, let me pull out my gun. Let me pull my gun out. As no, a but police that, officer? But that's, no, but like if you're just walking by somebody, but that's the excuse they use after they realize, oh, they messed up. How many times you say they fear for their lives and then you see, oh, dash cam footage comes out later. And dude just gets shot for dude just gets shot for no they reason. I look at Eric Garner. Eric Garner even he got choked out saying I can't breathe. And yeah, he still was, and he still gets killed. Right. You got you got these dudes that shooting. Was different. You got these dudes shooting people in the back. Like this doesn't make sense. How are you gonna say you fear for your life? I got the Freddie Gay situation. Dudes dying in police custody. How many times can this keep happening over and over again before it's like, yo, it's, all right? Th- I will. Some, it, bro, you have to admit, sometimes it has to do with that irrational fear of black people. That maybe the it does, but have. not. It can't be that big a fear because if that if this fear was actually real, a lot more police officers would be dead. A hundred percent. That doesn't matter. Yes, it does. That does if they if they were actually scared of like okay these dudes are really gonna try to kill me more more of my people would be that, dead that makes sense but it doesn't matter to them because oh, historically man. we've been the ones portrayed as the violent ones when historically we've been the victims of all that violence it doesn't matter if we've been killing them or beating them up or anything that's the narrative that they've been taught it's so nar- that's what they believe it's so a it- narrative you've been taught but when you're actually in the field and you realize oh it's not like this huh you think that's he, what they're saying you're working driving through the hood you're working every single day. And you're like, okay, damn, nothing has happened to me. I work in the roughest part of the city. Hmm, maybe this shit isn't as true as I thought it was before. See? And then they hear about the police officer who was shot in the gas station. That's that's another point I wanted to bring up. Um, when you're talking about how they're not going to care until something very serious happens. Remember the DC sniper? What was that? 18 years? 17 years? How, how was it the was DC that? sniper? No, no, it was right after. He was killing was recent. He was killing random people, though. The DC no, was, sniper. No, no, no. Maybe I'm not thinking about the DC sniper. It was, it was recent. It was. They didn't even release much information about the guy. It was like a police rally, and he sniped like eight police officers, killed them dead. Just police mm. at a police rally. You don't remember that? It sounds. It sounds vaguely familiar. And like, they released like one picture of this dude, and he had like one of the black African symbolism, you know, images in the picture. And it was just that one picture that was released of him. And okay. nothing else was known. And when that happened, I was talking to a friend about it. And we were like, you know, how do you feel about that? And honestly, I was like, nah. <laughs> nah. <laughs> you know, because now they were, they were furious. Like, how can you possibly kill innocent people in cold blood when they've done nothing to you? And I'm like, now you know how it feels, motherfucker. No. I know how it feels. That's facts, though. That's facts. It's like so. Am I gonna feel bad for you now? No, no. I, I, I really didn't. Yeah. This, this I, might be fucked up, but I, I really no, didn't. Honestly, I don't blame you. I feel bad for the families that that happened to, you know, because it's still individual at the end of the day. But as a whole, 
you're not going to expect me to feel bad for an organization that's continually mistreating my people. That's not going to happen. And then that's, the same exact thing happened to them. And uh, oh my God, this yeah, is this like, is the worst thing and, ever. And, and bro, the worst thing about this it for decades. The worst thing about it. It's your job to protect me. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm supposed to feel safe around you. I don't feel. I never feel safe around police, man. Ever, no, no, no. Ever. Like you ever if had this, it in if the this, yeah. If there's a situation where, like, maybe if there's a group of police, it'll be different. If a situation where it's just a couple officers and they're like, oh, they just stopped me. I'm not gonna feel safe at all, bro. There was a time we were together. You mentioned um, we talked about recently. Like we were together. We were driving home. Yeah. They're on the main street. We're on the main street. It's like eleven o'clock at night. Mm. We pass they, them on the main street. We pass them on the main street. Mm-hmm. They don't pull us over. They wait for us to get to the side street. <laughs> yeah. And then here they come. You know, what's up with that? So How like, many of them was it? It's like it was, five of them rolled yeah, up on it was us, like, bro. It was like 11 o'clock at night. You know what I'm saying? It was like, if 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 you're ever going to build trust, you can't even do that type of shady behavior knowing that I'm not going to trust you off rip because you could have easily just pulled me where there's a bunch of lights, there's a bunch of people around. Right. We're still, we're still in the city, keep in mind. Right. So there's still going to be people on the main street. But now it's like, okay, I'm going to wait for these dudes to pull off to the side mm-hmm. and then start harassing them. And the side street was like, it was a good two turns after the main street. Yeah. So it's like, <laughs> it's like, why would I ever, why would I be, why would I feel safe in that situation? Ever. And what was ever. the issue? It was It was some not, we ended up, they let us go after like three minutes. Yeah. It was a non-issue. But why even do that in the first place? You know what I'm saying? And in that situation, I did not feel safe. And neither did I. I'll let you know that right now. There's a couple situations where I remember I was playing tennis in, in Boston Common. Mind my business. I'm just with my cousin. You know, just chilling, and you know, a police officer pulls us outside. It's like ten thirty at night. The light closes at eleven. So we play for like we play for like twenty. We play for like twenty five minutes. We timed it perfectly. Mm-hmm. We finished changing our. We finished like changing into our like. Uh, we just brought stuff away and left. Lights turn off just as we're leaving. Okay. Just as we're leaving. This is in the Boston Commons. Boston Commons. Big public park. So we turn to to leave. Right. The police officer starts leaving. But keep in mind, like it's the Boston Commons, like a, it's like a bunch of walkways that are big enough for a police car. Mm-hmm. But we took one of the smaller ones, but you can see what exit we were heading towards. Right. So we're going towards that exit. The police officer goes, makes sure he goes on the other driveway, comes around and like intercepts us. I'm like, what? Like, what? What was? What's the point of that? Did he say anything? No. Nope. Just follow us there. Just check this out for like a good. Uh, the whole time was he trying to keep you safe? I, it was late. It was dark. <laughs> yeah, save it, bro. That's some crackers I, I could jump you. I don't. I never feel safe if it's like a situation like that ever, bro. Ever. I don't see why you would. I don't feel. And then people talking about call the police, man. This is exactly why we just talk about this no snitching thing. If there's no trust, people are gonna take justice into their own hands. So if if this, if some dude across the street wrongs me, I'm not gonna go to the police and be like, okay, oh. They'll get me though. I know I can trust them. I know I can trust the justice system <laughs> after everything that's been happening. That will never. It's that's just not. Point. It's just not a real. It's just not a reality. Right. So I don't know. I don't know where we go from here. But it's been. It's been like this for how long? It's been like hundreds, this for how long? I, I say decades, but I think I'm pretty sure it's been hundreds of years, bro. It's, it's been like this for a very long time. So you don't think it's gonna change? I don't. What do you think we'd need to do? It, man, I don't know, man. I think I, that I, I that, think that sniper was a step in the absolute wrong direction. I just want to make that clear. Don't be don't just start killing random police officers. Yeah. That's not the way. Yeah. If anything, the, so, the, so you think what were you think like targeting like the dudes that have obviously been like accused of like gross misconduct or you like you see them harassing people, you see them killing people and just getting scar free. Like you think about I think about like the Tim Murray Rice dude or whatever, or like just yeah. Eddie the people that killed Eddie Gray. Mm-hmm. I mean, um what's his name? I said it wrong. 
I know you're talking about the, the one in the... Eric Garner, the, Eric Garner, sorry. Oh, I thought you were talking about the one in the paddy wagon. No, that, that, was, that was pretty great. That was pretty great. Yeah. But it's like Eric Garner, th- those type of Sandra Bland type... The police officer responsible for those. Am I going to feel bad if they die? Not a chance. What I happened mean, to Zimmerman? Wasn't he through some shit after... You know, and this is the thing, that, bo- this is the thing that bothers me a lot about black culture. You have dudes like him going around, prancing around, gun shows, book deals, all this type of stuff. He got book deals? Yeah, he he, he wrote something. He, he got a bunch of deals with just like, I don't know if it was a book deal, but I know he got like, I know he got paid to speak at places. <laughs> so you have all these, you have all these things up. going on, exactly right? And then you got dudes talking about like killing each other and, these, and people saw him talking about how we're so hood, we're so real. Y'all killing each other, but you got dudes like George Zimmerman walking around like it's no issue. Right. <laughs> so it's like, it's your own worst enemy, like you said. And you got people that literally just wronged you. Walk inside, walk inside. Like, imagine if that was your brother. Woman comes inside your home and shoots him. Says, I thought it was my home. <laughs> and you're, you're going to go home. I laugh every time I hear that, bro. It's just so, it's so mm. nice that the judge is hugging her. And the judge is a black woman, too. So that's why it even, like, surprised it me even more. It's like, wh- what <clears> is this? Forgiveness is one thing, bro, but miss me with this, man. They said that they were paid. Now that's a whole conspiracy theory that I'm not gonna go into, but maybe there's a reason. Maybe why is there so lives. much sympathy for this woman that killed an innocent man? Right. Why is there so much sympathy for? Her? Right. Oh, you made a mistake. Making a mistake is okay. I walk inside the wrong house. Oh, damn. Okay. Are you telling <laughs> me like, like if if you did that, I understand. Like if you live in an apartment complex, you're on the wrong floor. And you don't re- you don't recognize the floor mats. You don't recognize the door number. Very extremely extremely unlikely. Right. right? Extremely unlikely. Possible. But once you open the door, first of all, you're not gonna realize your key doesn't work. She said her key worked. So it worked somehow. Her key she said worked. her key worked. Or maybe the door was unlocked. Which it probably was. Her key worked. So when you step inside your house, you turn your lights on. Hmm. You know this furniture don't look like mine. Hmm. <laughs> There's someone in my in my couch. Maybe I'm in the wrong spot. Your first reaction is to pull out your gun. When you do that, I have no sympathy for you at all. No. I have none. I have no sympathy nah. for you at all. And then you have these judges. So this is why I I get really I just I just don't get upset anymore, man. Like it, it's it's sick. I get mad, but I get mad for like maybe like two minutes now, and then that's it. Nah, I have like this prolonged like like simmering rage under the surface. Every time this shit happens, it just gets like. I really don't feel like we made any progress with this Amber Geiger thing with the 10 years, right? Yeah. I feel like if any progress has to be made, it's going to have to come from us. Like, I think we were talking before, and I was like, why don't more black people join the police force? People from that community and predominantly black communities, why don't they just turn the police force into the NFL? Make it predominantly black. Make a difference then, because once you're on the inside, then it's going to be much more effective, much more, much easier. But will they get those? Will they get those jobs though? Who are they going to hire? People from other communities? Maybe yes, that's what they usually do in the first place. A lot of people, a lot of police officers, like police officers I know, they they don't work in the same community that they grew up in. They work like a town over, a few towns over. So all these police officers who are so afraid of black people work where they don't live, and where they live don't have any black people. Why not police over there? I don't get that. That's a whole different thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if possible, I think I think one of the one of the best steps we could probably take is to become a police officer. Have more people do that. I don't know, man. Because to me, it like it, it just it kind of rubs me funny, man. It's like, damn, you know what's going on, and then you're gonna join this force that is constantly terrorizing people. Yeah. And then it's not only that you're terrorizing people; it's that 
one, you're sworn to protect those people you're terrorizing, the people you're harassing, the people you're pulling over for no reason, the people you're just making stories up, the people you're planting drugs on, all the, all that stuff. And you then, know, and then two, it, it's like, how much change are you making? It's, I'm not gonna say how much change are you making, but you're you're with those people that are still doing those same things, and then you can't even speak up because if you speak up, you're gonna get fired. No, but now when you pull a black guy over, you don't have to brutalize him. I don't. And when your boys do that, they don't have to do that. But think about that's this. The, that's the thing. You're a product of your environment. You know, the people you associate with, the people you interact with on a regular basis. So if you're interacting with people... No, no but you are. I mean, no, 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 no. That just reminded me of that movie coming out, uh, Black and Blue. That's pretty much the same situation that's yeah. going on in that movie. So it's like, if you're a black guy or whatever, if you're like one of the few minorities in your department, and then... That's as a minority, though. I'm talking about becoming the majority. But how you can't you, you don't just become the majority overnight. No, 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 no. This so is then, not this is not a quick fix at all. Yeah. It's meant to be like a like a long term kind of thing. Like have, you know, a bunch of high school graduation classes just have like, I don't know, fifteen, ten, fifteen percent of those people apply for the police academy in their communities. That could go a long way. It could. And that's just off the top kind of idea. It like could, I but you, think after all the animosity that black people have towards police and it's it's animosity like that's justified with everything that's been going on. Is it justified? Absolutely. Of course, it's stats? justified, man. I'm pretty sure we got some stats. All right, pull, pull up the stats, man. Well, let me see this real pull, quick. Pull up the stats, man. <coughs> well, you can tell me it's not justified. How long have people been talking about this? Like just, just, just how long have people been talking about this? You know the history of this country. How long have people been talking about being brutalized by police for for decades, man? It's not just a like a. I think I just started popping up now. Now that we got cameras, what? it's actually a thing you got to think about how how much more often this actually happened before these cameras came in. Yeah, because this is, it's not like it's not like oh it didn't it's not start. like Twitter just came out. People just got smartphones on their cameras, and now all these bad things just started happening. It's no, been no, happening for, sure. for a long time. For sure, for sure, for sure. So now you got to think about that's that's just another thing to think about. I got I got stats from like 2018, 2017 here, yeah, so right. it's not from that long ago. Yeah. Twitter was around back then. Okay. So it says that this is according to mappingpoliceviolence.org. It's a .org. They talk about the methodology. They use three very big police databases and different trusted organizations to do their research, and they even do their own thing when they put everything together. And so they have, in 2017, 1,147 people were killed by the police. How many? 1,000. 147 people. That's just an asinine number. In 2017. That number's asinine. Whether it's black or white, that number is absolutely asinine. That's like a war, bro. It's uh, completely unacceptable. 25% of those people were black, despite black people making up 13% of the population. And now, whenever this comes up, people say, well, you know, black people are more violent. Wrong. This does not have to do with violence, right? In Buffalo, New York, the violent crime rate it's 12 per every 100,000. Yeah. Zero people were shot and killed by police from 2013 to 2016. Okay. In Orlando, Florida, the violent crime rate was nine, not 12, nine every 100K people. Yeah. 15 people were shot and killed by the police between 2013 and 2016. <laughs> so they were so more the, violent so over the there. Poli- they were less <laughs> so violent over there. You're telling me the police are killing... <laughs> they were less violent over there, but then more of them died. Yeah. So it's not about this black people more violent, they uh-huh. commit more violent crimes. Uh-huh. That's, that's, that's nonsense. They have 13 of the 100 largest U.S. city police departments kill black men at higher rates than the U.S. murder rate. That's, nah, that, you see, 
that that's and this is why I'm saying, man, like I, I have no sympathy towards it sounds terrible, but I really don't have sympathy towards police, man. You're not gonna maybe as an individual I have a sympathy for your personal situation, but as a whole I'll never have sympathy for this organization ever. Of the twenty five percent of people killed that were black, twenty one percent of those black people were unarmed. Twenty one percent of them were unarmed. It's crazy. It's just a crazy thing that this keeps happening over and over again. And the numbers will back it up, but just it's just all things that you just see. <laughs> you know? They got more. I'm not going to go over Yeah, yeah but more. it's just things you just see in real life. You know, you'll, you'll see them in real life or you know somebody has been seen in real life or you know someone that's been brutalized in real life or has been mm-hmm. harassed in real life. Mm-hmm. I don't hear a lot of my white friends talking about that, man. I don't hear, like, I don't hear a lot of my Asian friends talking about that, man. It doesn't concern them. This, was one, of the, this was one of the most effective things that MLK did, right? He got people from other demographics to join us. Yes, because... Somehow. Integration, but he came out speaking integration, but he's also speaking Christianity gospel. He's also speaking about uh, minimum wage, raising the minimum wage, Mm -hmm. also talking about um, women's rights. So it wasn't just, it wasn't just like, obviously, the integration was his main platform, but you see a guy that's building up steam you know, and then he's also talking about things that concern you. Then you're going to concern yourself with So that. should we put, you know, Black Lives Matter with something else that concern my people? Mm. I don't know. Put more Whole Foods on more street corners. <laughs> Make it behind that. <laughs> Stop killing this. Yeah, we'll put more Whole Foods up here. I, I don't know, man. I, don't know. I, I watched a really interesting uh, TED Talk about uh, how to, how to, battle these the, these racist police departments and, and one of them was, and just focus on retraining the whole police system yes and that's just that's another thing yeah yeah it's just so I mean and his thing he didn't focus on race but when when you take that focus off race mm-hmm. it helped out over the long term yeah so it was like that's, steps have been put in place to retrain police and actually yeah. the amount of deaths have actually gone down because of that which is good but it's like I can't wait much longer like oh, no. I I can't I can't wait for this to be my brother one day. I can't wait to be my friend one day. I can't wait to be my cousin, my it's father. Getting better, I can't wait for that. And it's also getting worse because even though there might be less deaths now, people are dying in their houses now. Yeah, people people that, dying that's now. crazy, bro. It, it's it's insane. I remember like Stephon Clark dying in his mom, his grandmother's backyard, and this is just it's just it's just things keep happening over and over again. Is why are police so quick to shoot? You know, and then. Man, you don't think it's a fear thing? I you know, think you know, it's part of it. You know, police in Britain don't even carry; they don't oh, yeah. even carry guns. Yeah, they have like a special force when there's <laughs> when there's like an armed threat. Mm-hmm. But the vast majority of police don't have guns. Is it because it's harder to get a gun in Britain, so it's less likely that the civilians can have a gun? I'm sure that's a factor of it, but there's still civilians with guns in Britain. Though. It's not like these guns just disappear. True, 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 true. So they're able to have an effective police department without even having. Uh, a main weapon as a gun. Here it's just like, oh, gun? Okay, bam, I'm blasting. I'm, I have a gun for a reason. If you're black. I saw this video, this 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 white dude, he killed his entire family, butt naked, running around the streets. I don't know if you saw this. Yes, I did see this. I so did see choking this. out this this guy. Yeah. He's like, no, stop it. Don't do not do that. Stop it. Hey, yeah. come here. Come here. Stop that. You <laughs> killed your family. Come here. Choking <laughs> that guy out. Stop that. Come here. No, stop it. Come here. Yeah. Now, once they draw the weapon, now, once they shoot this guy, and he's running around naked, Running towards them, away from them, doing all this shit. Yeah. Not one cap got put in him. It's a different let, world. Let, let him be black and sit in his own it's house, just a, though. It's just a different world. Right. And besides that, from, you know, I didn't 
from the few articles that I read about it, because it was just making me mad. So I didn't really try to research much into it at the time. But I didn't hear about them talking about guns he had in his house or drugs that he had in his possession at all. He was, uh, what was it? He was just a guy <laughs> acting. Lone wolf? Acting on his own volition. He didn't represent his entire community. He didn't represent Christians or white people or white males or men under 18 or none of that. As much he as was I, just him. As much as I rag on college, there's a couple really good courses I took uh, about the media and the impact it has on people. Right? Took some sociology classes. That was my minor. But, and, and communication, take a lot of media classes. And it was so interesting when you're learning about the racial inequalities. The amount of, like, you watch your local news. Mm-hmm. The intense amount of focus to blow on minority crime versus regular white crime, it, it's it's more than double. So it's like okay, if a black it's interesting. I never thought of that. Yeah, if a black like so, and and it reinforces negative stereotypes. That black people are more violent. Yes, it yep. does because it's getting more coverage. Mm-hmm. So now if you have like if they have two situations, the situation in Lawrence, the situation in Mattapan is more likely to get coverage than the situation in let's say. A Duxbury, and for people that don't know where these areas are, Lawrence is predominantly Spanish neighborhood, Mattapan is predominantly black neighborhood, Duxbury is an affluent white neighborhood, mm-hmm. right? So you'll have those situations, and then oh, we'll focus on more what happened in Lawrence. We'll focus more on what happened with, in Mattapan, mm-hmm. and then just reinforces these stereotypes of okay, now black people are more violent. There was a, actually another, I'll never forget this case either, and it, it was a really popular video. They were talking about like how showing the impact media has. Where a black girl was given two dolls, white, blonde, mm-hmm. black, nappy hair. And she was asked what she think looked pretty. She picked the white doll? Yes. I think it was nine out of ten times where the black girls chose the white doll. Mm-hmm. And and the reason behind that was because, and these are like four or five-year-old girls. So right. came on. But the reason behind that was that that's what they would see on TV. That's what they would be seeing in magazines, and that would be parade as beautiful. Right. So now... You don't have that self confidence in yourself because of what you see on media. And just, just, just show, and this is just like anecdotal evidence to show the impact that media has on people. Mm-hmm. But now, when you, you know, you know, what's so frustrating about this is, it's like this woman goes in her in this guy's house, kills him in his kills him in his own house. She's not only is she breaking and entering right, but she kills him in his own house. And then now they're talking about oh he might have had weed in this system. Yeah. What's the relevance to this? What is Girl, the? What, it's mm. just it's just like first they kill you in the street. And then they go assassinate your character on TV. Every single time. Every Never single failed, time. Bro. It's like, okay, oh, Eric Garner deserves to die. He's getting choked out. He says he can't breathe. Oh, but he was selling he loose was selling, c- yep. he was selling loose cigarettes. Oh, um, so the police are judged during execution now. They get what about Trayvon Martin? He had a hoodie on. Yeah, it's just... What was he doing with the hoodie on? It's just so many reinforced negative stereotypes of people just mind their own business. You can say Eric Garner was selling loose cigarettes. What is that? Like a fine? <laughs> Maybe a couple years in jail at most. No, it's a death penalty. Apparently, it is. That's a capital and then, crime. And then people are just willing to like. I don't know how people watch these videos of a man getting choked out saying he can't breathe, and it's like, man, he shouldn't be selling them cigarettes. Because that's is the hero police officer vanquishing the villain. So police are just never wrong. Like, what? Wh- why do we give them so much benefit of the doubt? They're never wrong. To people, to certain people, no. They're never wrong. No, no, no. Because if, if, if it just so happens that one police officer is wrong, he's just a bad apple. A bad apple. He's just a bad apple. Okay. But we've, when, you, when you're in that position, when you're in a position where you have the power of life and death over other people, we can't afford to just say you're a bad apple. <laughs> be on you your way. 
Look at look at doctors for example, right? Right. They they mess up. They make a let's say they make a grave mistake. Mm-hmm. What's happening to them? They get they're getting sued. They're getting discredited. They're, they're getting, can't work anymore. Yeah, they're getting their license revoked. And it could be an honest mistake. But, because, yeah. Imagine if you're a surgeon and and you're doing heart surgery, and then you're you make your injection at the lung and you start operating on the lungs. You think you have a job again? A lot of these officers are, and that's the thing. A lot imagine of these if off- you're a pilot. Yeah. And every every couple of weeks, every couple of months, your plane is supposed to go down. <laughs> exactly. So, so. You have, you're just a bad apple. There has to become a point where it has to be a structural change. And Mark, you know what I really, I really, really cannot tolerate, man? I really can't stand? What is that? Is you have these police departments where where the officer kills somebody. And then that very same police officer, that very same police department investigates, investigates the officer. Yep. <laughs> Where's the neutrality in that? Where's the neutrality in this? You hear about this blue wall of silence. Where's the neutrality in this? No yeah. one's going to say anything to discredit the officer. All you're going to have is glowing reviews about how this officer was a good person. Mm-hmm. And then you have the same, the DAS you constantly work with. And the, and right. the same same prosecutor's office, same prosecution office you constantly right. work with. Anytime these situations happen, it needs to be an independent or at least a neighboring city, neighboring state. Federal investigation it cannot be. It cannot constantly be. Sure. I do something wrong. Okay. Don't they have, you have now? You have to. You have to try to penalize. They me. have internal affairs. Is that like department by department, or is that like I, a I can't, I independent can't, I can't, federal body? I can't even speak on that one. Honestly, they, why is there no independent body when it comes to things like this? Because clearly, there's a president. There's a president. I know. I know for a lot of situations, the the State Department, which is federal, at the federal level, has gotten involved. Like they investigate, I believe. The Department of Justice, excuse me, they investigated like the, uh, the Missouri case with Michael Brown, and they found like gross misconduct led to several firings of of people in those Missouri. Don't offices. worry about it. They got jobs in other police departments. They probably did, honestly. But it's like, why is it? T- why does it get to that level for? So now there's this culture around poli- a culture around police officers, mm-hmm. where if you see something wrong, you're discouraged from speaking out about it. So the police have that no snitching rule too. Yes, they do have this no snitching rule. <laughs> so now, when, yeah, right? It's very. They tell us don't snitch, yeah, right? but then they. All right. They, all right. They're they're on the same the same wavelength where it's like the gang mentality where it's like okay, you saw me do something wrong. If you step up, if you speak out on it though, we're coming for you. Yeah. You're gonna get fired. That we're, gang mentality we're gonna, is 100. We're correct. gonna we're gonna find a way to cover for this dude. You're gonna be the one that gets punished. Bro. So now there has to be a structural. Uh, a structural change with police that needs to come from an outside organization. Say, okay, this is how we're gonna run things from now on. Maybe, maybe it involves like removing officers, or just dispersing them to other areas. So now you have a whole new. So now, like, I take an officer from Boston, I combine with the Quincy officer, I combine with the Randolph officers. Now it's a whole different people. And then now you retrain them, and they mm-hmm. they go work in a whole different office. And now it's them that that work together. Right. Right. So that's that might be the only way you'd be able to do it. No, I think you got a point. We can't really expect any change to come from the police department themselves because they're going to do what benefits them, and they're going to keep doing that. So if nothing ever intervenes with that. It's where do you where so as a solution basis, where do you apply pressure? So where like where is me, just a regular guy, apply pressure to whom? Who am I going to to apply this pressure on, and that that I actually feel make an impact? I say, I go to your congressman. Go to your congressman, man. Your representative, your senators. How long have we been doing that? Do we do that? Yes, we, people? Oh, we definitely do that, man. No, like write letters to them, go to the town halls and yes, all that? Yes, how many people, I, I'm thinking from persons, but I know many I don't know, people that get involved with these councilmen, these 
these local departments that were that have direct relationships. I used to be involved with them. Yeah, to have direct relationships with police officers and, and even the commissioner or like a deputy staff, or even like some part some part of the mayor's office. You how well, there's you know, so many people like that. You're right. You're right because I feel like one of the and I had this thought before. One of the things that never really get reported is how much black communities are doing to actually affect change that never gets covered. There are so it, many youth development programs in Boston, you know, I, and they hardly get any news coverage. I was part of them. You see this thing with like people saying like Black Lives Black Lives Matter being uh, <laughs> freaking called a terrorist group, and all these type of things. But it's like a lot of these organizations, maybe not Black Lives Matter specifically, but a lot of these organizations that have people directly have relationships with yeah. with those police departments. Look at like when Nipsey Hussle died. The police chief was in shock because he said, "This is a guy who's been trying to." Don't tell us a black Twitter. That's just a conspiracy. He was acting. This he was in shock. Where you have a situation where a dude that's trying to, and he he was going through the police in his situation, but maybe in his situation, since he's a celebrity and a person of power, mm-hmm. he's a person of more influence. He's able to have a bigger impact than like a, a regular person like me or you were having. Yeah, we couldn't. Kim Kardashian is working with. Uh, is working with the Justice Department. She was able to get some people's cases exonerated. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was like, there was other people obviously involved, but her star power definitely helped the situation. Yeah, but if you want to know what we can do as individuals, yeah. as regular I d- citizens. I don't know, because applying pressure, let me tell you something, applying pressure is not working, marching is not working. When am I even have time to march? I'm going to have time to work, bro. I have a full-time job. Saturday, between 2 and 4. Between 2 and 4. I bet that's the most <laughs> effective time to march in the day, bro. I bet that's exactly when those congressmen are working. They're going to be in their office, like, where is this marching going? And when they see the march, like damn, like is even blo- even blocking damn. the sh- even blocking the streets. Yeah, it raises the. Te- you see now we're, now we're just on something that the attention is already there. So now it needs to be a, a change of the course of action. It's not like people don't know that black people are dying at alarming rates to police. You know they they already know that. Like we've seen the we've seen all the videos. So now yeah, for the most part they know that yeah. yeah yeah they definitely know that or just just even even as a regular person. Why would you tolerate? Someone, why would you tolerate your police killing people in completely unjustifiable situation? Why would you try to justify an unjustifiable situation that's come from the people that are supposed to protect you? Why would you try to justify that? And that comes to another thing of of white Americans not seeing us the same or not seeing us as American as they are. Wait, because is that real? They would never. If so, imagine if you're a white American. Like I said, and this, and this was happening to you over and over again. And another thing I'll use to mm-hmm. to to go on top of that is the drug crisis. No, you're right. You're right. The more I think about it, the more I see that the you're right. The drug crisis, when it was the war on drugs, when it was coke in the cities, and, and I'm not going to get into the amount of white people that do coke or, or those other drugs. The drug rate has been shown to be the same across all, almost the exact same across all races. But who got but arrested the most? The black people and the Spanish people got arrested the most. And now with the and it was, crisis, and it was a it was a war on drugs. It was locked them up, right. but now we have a crisis that's getting uh, prescription drugs, mm-hmm. and now we're not getting the prescription drugs we got anymore. And now we're we're doing heroin and other forms of opiates, mm-hmm. and now it's oh we need, oh, we, need rehab. we need rehab. They need help. They need help. Yeah, yep, exactly. Yep, yep. Now let's let's break this thing on addiction. So this is this goes to a, a situ. <laughs> it just goes to a situation of oh, man. they don't even see us as Americans here. Like, Maybe that's why they make all those excuses. It probably is because if if they view us as the same, they would be just as outraged, right? Yeah. If, if I see if I see like a Spanish dude that's getting uh, demonized and brutalized by police, I'm gonna stick up for him too. Right. If I see Asian, if it happens to a white person, I'm gonna stick up for him too. And if I was part of the NRA 
and I was, you know, unbiased, and now they're talking about Botham Jean had a gun in his apartment. What, what, what that got to do with it? Exactly. That's what, a, that's what that got to do with it. And yeah, you'll realize these loud, powerful organizations that have power, when it happens to a black person, they won't say they're nothing. They're silent. They're very silent. That's another good point. You brought up Botham Philando Castile. He said he had a gun on him when he died, right? Right. Isn't that what they said that you should he do? He told them. He told the police officer that he did, right? Mm-hmm. And then. There's no the police officer saw him. He he wasn't going for his gun. He said, "I have, I'm an armed man. I'm le- I'm uh, legalized to carry. Mm-hmm. Don't shoot me. I'm just gonna grab my wallet. Bang bang. <laughs> no word. No word from the NRA. And this and this just goes. There's a difference in how they see us. And I think I don't know how we break that. There. That's a whole different conversation. But for the meantime, regardless of that difference, we have to find like we just can't keep getting killed by police officers anymore. That has to be stopped immediately. And whether you see it's the same or not, that's a whole different issue. But I think as, as regular people, we should all be able to agree the police should not have this, this type of power where I can kill somebody and not get away with it. I can kill somebody and get, pay on, get on paid administrative leave. Mm-hmm. Or I get could, fired I, and get rehired in yeah, another department. I could kill somebody and not have to face any real consequences besides a minor blimp in my employment. Right. My, my name's going to be in the news for a couple of weeks and then it's going to be gone. People are going to forget about it because there's going to be two more by the time... You know, the month is over. And as and as a black man, it's just it's just where do I like? You know, you you live your life, but it's like it's just like the freaking it's question, it's man. just like the school shoot. It's just like the mass shootings. It's like you never know when it could be you. So now you just carry around with your life, where it's like I don't think about it, but I know it's happening all the time. I don't know, man. What do you guys think, man? If you're black, if you're frustrated, if you can think of any solutions. Drop a comment down below. If you're not black, but you're still frustrated, shout out to you. We appreciate you. If you think there's any solutions, drop a comment down below. If there's any police officer listening to this, or just anybody involved in law enforcement, correction officer, or whatever situation it is, what impact do you feel you can have on the community? What what impact do you feel you can have that will change the situation as an individual? And then as a whole, where do you feel that police need to go to to change this type of behavior. And miss me with that bad apple thing. Don't tell me police <laughs> are just... Don't don't come here telling me police are just doing their job when they shot and, and then, kill, you know, all these unarmed black people in the backs. That's not their and job. And counter that bad apple argument, for this bad apple argument, why are these people not being punished more aggressively? Why is there not a cohesive stand against these bad apples in your law enforcement? Right. In your departments? Why is that not, why is that not happening? And how do you change that from within, inside that organization you're part of? Let us know what you think, man. I'm just this. This was kind of ranty. I understand that it was, but I mean, this is this, this is life, bro. It's like you can say it's ranty, but it's life. This is this is the reality for situation. We've been pulled over for no reason before. We felt unsafe for no reason before. I've known people. I've easily. known people that freaking got harassed and put down by police for no reason. Oh, you matched yeah. you matched the description. Yeah, yeah. Oh, black man, uh, five eight to six two, <laughs> medium medium to large medium, lar- medium to large build. Light to dark skin. Yeah. Yep. Like, come on, man. You describe the whole population. Like, we, we know people like this. So, it's ranty. You can say that. It's mm-hmm. real life. This, yeah. is, this is a real life situation for all of us. So, how do we change this behavior? Let us know what y'all think in the comments. Well, everywhere you can find us. YouTube, Apple, Spotify, SoundCloud, whatever platforms you're on. Mm-hmm. We'll see y'all next week. Thanks for watching.